to the next episode of the podcast. I'm renaming the podcast, so um, I don't have a name. Did I tell you that, honey? No. <laughs> when I start something, I just go and I figure out the details later. Hence why I've been having a lot of sound issues on the, the podcast. I can hear you scratching, though. I know your mic's working really good today. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I hear your drink. How are you, Bobby Burgos? You're my favorite guest to have on. My fave. How's life? Life is good. Oh my god, life is hard. Life is very hard. Yeah, yeah it's hard lately. Yeah, it's an adjustment. The baby and it is. I don't think that uh, you ever get used to not sleeping or having to no. work and do it all, and you Mm-mm. know, kids and sports and stuff. So I think everybody knows that struggle. Sometimes I feel so alone. Like, damn, dude, does everybody feel this way? You know. No, I think people, some people have people, yeah. People have good tribes. Yeah. We've always just kind of been loners. Ride solo? Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it, though. I mean, for me personally, that's my, my personality, so. You're an uh, introvert? <clears throat> yeah. But you're funny, and, like, you're talkative, and you have a good personality. Well, I don't have a problem interacting with people, you know. You just don't want to. I just don't. If it's not necessary, then why, why do it, you know? Well, it's not that I don't care. It's just that, like, you know, I guess I don't find myself very interesting uh-huh. to, like, go out and tell people how important and interesting I am. <laughs> so, like, when sometimes when you run into that, you're kind of like, well, <laughs> you're not that interesting. I'm happy. I'm happy that you find yourself that interesting mm. person I'm talking to, you know, not in a mean way. I, I don't have, like, any problems with people. I feel like you're only interested in me because I have 10 personalities. Well, no, it's not that I'm only interested in you. Is that I can only handle those. So then, trying to handle the rest of the world is, you know, you never, you never know what you're gonna. I'm sorry, honey. You never know what you're gonna get. So by the time I get out to the world, I've already handled you five different ways before I leave in the morning. What's my best personality of all five or ten? What's the most fun? I don't think. Oh is, no, we don't. Is this a PG, a PG podcast? I don't think we're allowed to talk about that. <clears throat> Real life, though, like women, how many personalities do they go through in a day? Well, I think... You... Why, why are men getting this wrong? Because they, they feel like it's a problem that needs to be solved. They don't realize that it's something that needs to be nurtured. Right? Yes and no. I mean, I, there's definitely a realm in which I think women need to tone back mm, for yeah, what men can handle. But the, a lot of times the misconception is, well she's crazy or she's got that. multiple personalities and she, or you know that. like we she's joke crazy. about it right now yeah when in reality it's women are just emotional yes and there's why are mm, women emotional well, like what's the logical reasons that men aren't seeing that women are lo- like why why are we so emotional what are the factors that play into me well everything's emotional? everything's a factor i mean you, yeah. you know somebody could park in front of them at a grocery store and then it's you know there's the whole day you know that could happen <laughs> at eight o'clock in the morning and you know, and it spirals from and, there, and she's chalked from there. Yeah, I mean that's that's not anything can determine that. What, what I've learned, at least being married with you, it's it's like it could be anything. Mm. You know, it could be that you stubbed your toe in the morning, and that's it for two weeks. Addie's like that you know? too for oh. two weeks. Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, I, I don't think that, the problem is identifying the moments because we're all going. Right. You know, like men too and me, Mm -hmm. right? Like I have my own life, my own schedule, my own everything. And so when we're going and going and going and going and going Mm -hmm. and having to constantly stop what I'm doing to adhere to it, that's the the potential problem, Mm. right? Because if you're good at it, then 
yeah, I can stop on a dime and I can reassure you or mm-hmm. I can, you know, give you more hope with, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to end up being the actual outcome than what your brain is made up that it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's certain levels in which you can do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're a man that, you know, didn't grow up, let's like for me personally, I grew up in a house full of women, sisters, mom, grandmother, like no. That benefited room. you as a husband. That was something where it's like, I know what it's like to be in a room full of women who exactly. are completely mentally you know, Shot. you know, going and going and going in emotions and have to be the only one in that room that's kind of suppressed. And, and, and well, it's but it's suppressed. You have to suppress as a man in that situation. That's so sad. You know, and it's really no different in my adult life because I had nothing but girls and, <laughs> and, you know, obviously I'm married. Right. So it's like you're you're, you're constantly having to suppress what you're doing and feeling mm. so that you can handle all the things. I mean, how often is it that you're having a problem? And mm-hmm. then Bug will run in here and she has a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and then Amelia is crying, crying because, you, you know, and then, you know, right. Us. So it's, you know, and that doesn't mention if something like your mom calls or your sister calls and it's like something, they're Somebody going through stuff. Popped off, yeah. yeah. So like it's, it's always something. Right. And it's identifying what it is in yeah. order to be able to adhere to that moment. Do you think, um, so today what we're talking about obviously is how to support, how men can support their wives through certain things, right? And, um, that's what you told me we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I lost my train of thought watching you drink the, the coffee because <laughs> I don't have any over here. Um, that's tough. I know. I drank it. I gulped it all down. Um, but we're talking about how to support like through, th- oh, I know what I was going to say. Compatibility. Do you ever believe that's an excuse for a man who's married to a woman and say they're married and they have a whole family and they have this whole life? Is he allowed to decide that they're just not compatible? And wake up one day and decide, like, I'm going to give up on this because there's there's no compatibility. What's your thoughts on compatibility in a relationship? Because you and I are completely opposite. And even through our own, you know, reset and redoing marriage and starting over in our marriage, we're still completely opposite. Yeah. We, we still haven't ever gotten to a place where we're always on the same page. Like, we, we find a way to get on the same page through a lot of communication and sacrifice. But we, on paper, we're not necessarily compatible no at all what what is that what do you say to couples who want to give up because they feel like they're not they're not compatible when when are you allowed to give up that's what i'm wondering we're in this like realm of the world where for me personally because i'm talking to so many women all the time they're throwing the towel and they don't want to be married anymore i'm hearing this all the time and so what's going on like do you think that men are failing women in a lot of ways well, you you asked like four different questions. I did. That. I'm so, sorry. It's a let's go back to compatibility. Well, compatibility let's is not the, is not really the main problem, right? Right, because we've proven that, right? You know, why aren't we compatible? Like, give people some like tangible reasons for why like why they might not be compatible because we're technically not. Well, but you know, we're, the but e- we're thriving in marriage. The, the easiest one is is just general interests, right? Like, right. If you if you have a, a person, even if it's just your friend, you mm-hmm. know, you have a best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, which I have a best friend. You know, and a lot of times that best friend, you know, let's, and you also have to put, there's so many different variables, but let's just say you didn't meet General them. Interest. You didn't meet them when you were a kid either. Cause that changes a lot too. Cause when you meet oh, somebody so as a kid. So my best friend's not on the table. No. Cause okay. if you meet somebody as the kid, then you guys grow up together. You have the same interest. You have either the same interest or you know how to adapt to that person's interest as a yes, friend. Right. Exactly. So you, you can't use a, a childhood friend because they mm-hmm. know you for too many years. Mm-hmm. But let's say you meet somebody in your early or mid-20s okay. and, wow, you guys hit it off and, mm-hmm. and, and you have general interests. And typically that 
general interest stays the same, right? Like, and that's how the friendship is bonded, right? Whether it's music, whether you guys went right. to the same college, whether you went, you know, you like the same foods or you like what, to hike together, right. or Whatever. And typically, a, a relationship of, with another, you know, with your, with a man, or if you're a woman mm-hmm. with a with a man, right? You you base it all on interests, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The problem with interests is interests can change. Mm-hmm. So you you have you know my interests over the course of ten years of marriage almost eleven now are, are changing. Mm-hmm. You know what I was interested in when we were twenty two mm-hmm. is not the same now it's at thirty three, yeah. right? And so and same for you. Mm-hmm. You know you, you, everything changes, and so when you have this this when you're talking about compatibility, mm-hmm. right? It's usually not compatibility that's the problem because most people I can sit there and I can say well everything that you're interested in is not really stuff that I'm interested in. Right. But what changes from friendship into marriage, and which I think people lose sight of, because when they're dating, it's friendship, right? It's mm-hmm. you're together and you're doing all the things, but right? you're but, building something. But you're, you're building a friendship. So mm-hmm. then, you, of course, you're compatible. Well, what happens when that changes, mm-hmm. right? And so it's our job as husbands and wives to go to that person's interest, even though you have zero desire to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I struggle right? with that. Right? Like, I, I, there's been... You're way more sacrificial than I am. Yeah, well, and that's just because I've seen that, you yeah. know? You know, I've seen that in my, what my mom gave us and yeah. kind of, you know, my mom had no interest in what we were doing, but she she did that for us. Right. Because that, you know, she played both roles and she kind of, you know, did that. Right. For for married people, though, as it starts to change, because you'll hear this a lot, like, I've talked to couples and... and it's like, yeah, when we first got together, we'd love to do this and mm-hmm. we'd love to do that and we did this together. And they had a kid. That's well, the one you And that's a whole to. other variable that's Yeah, let's not even talk know, about that. You know, that's a whole other variable that, that changes, you know, a lot of relationships. But when you talk about compatibility, then the question is, well, what why are people bowing up and saying that they're not compatible? Well, mm-hmm. they probably were at one point. Mm-hmm. What they forgot to start doing is going to the other person's interests. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I have no desire as as a human being. Mm-hmm. Right. I I don't think, you know, and this is maybe, Uh-oh. you know, but I don't have the desires that you have to, um, you know, be in nature. And, and I think those are wonderful things. <laughs> you know, you think going to the park is being in nature. Well, there's grass and trees. <laughs> that's nature. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, though, is that, you know, how many hikes and how many things those are not my general interests. Mm-hmm. You know, are they cool? Sure. Like when we climbed a couple of table rocks, we did the one in Oregon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did the one, um, wherever that one other one was. I forgot. To, but that's that's awesome, something. right? Like you right. get up there, then you're the up there on top of the world. Yeah. You know, you're. Remember when we were on top of the Oregon table? <laughs> yeah. We're, that's, again, this is a PG. This is a yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help myself. But you. But I went. I went to the interests, right? And then you hope to build you know, ones together, you have to have something together. Otherwise then you're just, you're just roommates and friends. Right. Right. Um, but we miss the, the, and I'm guilty of it too. You know, nobody's perfect and nobody finds perfection in relationships. Mm-hmm. You're always going to fall short somewhere. Mm-hmm. But when you're in your idea of being compatible, mm-hmm. it's easy to not be compatible because yeah. you, you, you throw in the variables. Now we'll throw in the variables, right? You have kids, right? The person's interest change away from what you're interested in. You know, life, work, all the things, you know, start taking its toll on what you believe in, mm-hmm. right? Well, if you don't go like now, okay, so we have 10 years of experience in this, almost 11 years. Mm-hmm. Your interests have changed mm-hmm. for the most part. Some of them are pretty still relatively the same, but right. there's things that have changed. Yeah. You know, something as simple as you changing the diet recently, mm. right? I, I'm not you. 
right? Even though, you know, maybe that diet could work for me or right. maybe it would benefit me, which I'm sure it would. Right. But I don't have to do that. Right. Right. Because it's not my job. And it's not my life. We've already gotten in one little tip over right? it. So. Well, but that was not so much about the diet itself. That was about our kids not wanting to eat <laughs> and you saying you're not going to eat something I'm making. And then there was a whole thing. And we worked through that. We did right away. But. I was just hangry. Yeah. Me too. I hadn't eaten all day that day. I know. Was and a so. Day. But that's the point, right? I can choose to say, well, no, I think your idea is dumb. And I don't agree. I want to eat this way. Mm-hmm. You know, my way is the right way. And then you can say, well, your way is the right way because you've mm-hmm. been doing this research and all these things. If we don't come to an agreement, then, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not going to be compatible. Right. And then just something as simple as a diet can change the way people interact with each no, other. Seriously, it you really know, does, too. It, it can be anything. It could be how you discipline your kids. It mm-hmm. could be, you know, yep. what you agree on to, to, you know, for schools or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be all these Vaccines, things. Vaccines, politics, whatever. So once you start taking all that into account, mm-hmm. compatibility becomes a very big question mark, mm-hmm. right? So then now, after you got some years under your belt, you spent right. all these years finding all the reasons why you're not compatible because mm-hmm. we're individuals still mm-hmm. in a marriage, right? But we're still individuals. Yeah. And so now we're at the end of it and we say, well, we're just not compatible, so we might as well go our separate ways. Yeah. But not realizing that the next person you go be with, if you don't solve the initial problem, which is going to the other person yeah. and turning in, mm-hmm. right? We talk about that term we talked about for years. You in. turn in. You're going to do it with the next person. Yeah. In the beginning, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's exciting. It's, it's going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then once you start to see their bad habits and their ways of living that you don't agree with, mm-hmm. you're going to say, well, no, I'm, my way is the right way. You know, money is the biggest one, right? Because money, you know, one person could say, I believe we should do this. The other person could say, well, no, I think I should do this. Yeah. And usually... You know, this is not one of the topics, but usually mm-hmm. that creates the biggest divide because 100%. most people think that money is separate yeah. and it's truly not. No. Right. And that's also turning in and being compatible. When we met, we were both poor. So all of our, everything, all of our resources were together. Yeah. I didn't even have a bank account. Right. Yeah. Or a car or a driver's license yeah. and a kid to take care I of. I moved up. You did just by marrying me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, real talk. When I hear couples say that their money is not together. What was in your drink? I think that was a fly. No freaking way. I think it was. What? I got it out though. Anyways. Money. We were poor. And anyways, what I always hear that I don't understand is people whose money is separate. And my money. I hear this topic all the yeah. time lately where men, yeah. men are the ones who are like very controlling with the money. Like it's my money, hiding money, moving money to different accounts. I don't know. That's just one piece of advice I have for couples. If you can't do money together, I don't know how you're going to do anything together. I don't know. Maybe it looks different for people. Like for us, like I said, we were young and broke and had nothing. Maybe like if we were to divorce right now and move on and be with other people, maybe we would see it differently. Maybe you wouldn't want your money together because you had a bad experience with with someone. I I don't know. Yeah. Well, the life you know, circumstance changes. We can only talk about what we are changes in right the way now. you do it. Because I think right. that if I was like in my forties and for whatever reason, you know, we, we didn't together. we didn't work mm-hmm. out, and then I was gonna you know start something, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't ever mix my money with that person, right? Right, because I don't know. You know, she has. You know, she's in her forties too. She has. I don't know what her forty years of spending is, or exactly. or how her habits are. Right. It's better you do you, I'll do me, right? And we'll. You know, however right. far that relationship goes, so this, right? So is this marriage advice for first marriages? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, no, I think that there's still a benefit to... Well, we will never do our money separate. No, like, I, never I be think... There will never be bank accounts and different names. I think or, that there's... I mean, opposite names. Yeah, there's there's so many... Obviously, this is just another variable that we're talking about from compatibility. But, you know, there's so many 
reasons why mixing your money is beneficial as opposed oh, yeah. to not right oh, because yeah. you know two things you talk about compatibility well having your money together creates um conversation right mm-hmm. so you have to have conversation in order to make sure that everything's running smooth oh yeah right and we've run into our own things where i just said hey, okay here you control it all i'll yeah. just go make it all you control it all right and i don't have to hear about but it But then both of us ended up being a little resentful for, well, for different reasons you know and, and and if you're not having the conversation the then, then you'll do it yeah and and to this day that's still one of our like I, I wouldn't say struggles, but it's one of our things where it's like, well, one of know. us is better at it than the other. So, well, I've always just said, okay, I, I know how to make it. That's what I know how to do. Right. I know how to make it. And you know, I know a lot of the decisions would go through both of us and of we course. still make the decisions, but it's like the day to day is, yeah. I'm well, running a budget, budget is boring. You know, it's, it right. doesn't, it's not fun for me. I'd rather, I, I, I love making it, but I don't want to manage it. You right. know, I'm you know? cool with that. Um, so yeah, so compatibility is, is, is a vague excuse to yeah, say I just don't like hearing that word I don't like hearing that people are divorcing because we're just no longer compatible that's just such a cop-out in my opinion I don't know I don't like it yeah well I mean there's always easy cop-outs yeah right I'm just hearing so many nowadays. there's easy ones compatibility is an easy one because it's the most socially accepted one mm. and it's the easiest one you can tell your kids too true you know you can also tell you well hey mommy and daddy just weren't compatible anymore mm. and you know we want to make sure that you're happy so we're gonna do this I think people give up and walk away because they want to feel a different spark with like someone else and they want to see if it could be better somewhere else I think a lot of people just get bored well that's the eternal struggle yeah right that's why that whole stupid saying of the grass isn't greener and you know well the grass is greener where you water it is like that i believe that yeah well that's always going to be true right you know? and and don't get me wrong like there's plenty of situations where divorce is necessary where yeah i mean yeah. you the things have ran their course and 100 you're 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 just playing with house money now and yep. you know it's all gonna eventually come crumbling mm-hmm. right and so it is it there a right or wrong i don't i don't know yeah you know i'm just going i don't have any you know real education on any of this i just speak from what i've experienced what it, yeah, and what i've experience. heard and the recovery that we've done you, mm-hmm. you know that this is my opinion but it's if you don't come to the table mm-hmm. you know every day then I luck. guess what's hard for me is, um, I guess, you know, you had told me that you you talked to a friend like 10 years ago when we first got married. He said, yeah, you just told me this yesterday. You're in a hidden age and you're going to start seeing all like your people start getting divorced. And I guess it's kind of at that phase where I'm hearing people like they're wanting to, they're wanting to, they're wanting out or they're yeah. just leaving. They're well, this just, is the time leaving. frame, right? Yeah. 30s, maybe mm-hmm. even early 40s. Where your kids are maybe double digits now and but But this is the problem. Safer. You You went 15 years Mm-hmm. You know, depending on whenever you got married, mm-hmm. you know, by the time we're in our 40s, it'll already be, you know, 20 years. For me and you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 42, it's 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of long time. Yeah, but for most people, let's just say an average between 10 and 15 years. Right. That is usually, I know the statistics say, you know, seven year itch and the seven years is Well, when, that's when things start crumbling, you know, it seems like. Well, and it's, and if you don't have the conversations and you just let life kind of keep going. Yeah. And that's always going to happen. Well, that's what we ended up doing in our marriage. We both shut down yeah, to where all, we stopped having the hard conversations. Yeah, that's always going to happen. Yeah. It's always going to fall apart. And yeah. then this is the age, you know, this 30s to 40s, yeah. this realm. I right? made a comment to my sister um, the other day. We were talking about somebody's marriage that just, you know, fell apart that we both know. And, um, you know, I told her, I said, from like, from what I've seen, all marriages come to a point where you're either going to fix it or you're walking away. Yeah. Every marriage, like none of us will be unscathed from that. It's it's going to happen to everybody. And it might be something small, like you just didn't communicate or I don't, it doesn't have to be catastrophic, right? Like we have a, a pretty catastrophic story. Like we've been through a lot. Yeah. And so we had to really change our lives 
a million completely change our lives. And some people might not have it on that, you know, maybe trauma level, but I feel like all marriages, that's why people get divorced. Cause that, that's your, that's your breaking point. You're there. You're like at the breaking point and you have to decide if you're going to fix it or not. So many people don't want to work on it no more. And so many people don't value marriage anymore. And I, I don't even think it's cause they don't love each other. I never really feel like it's a love thing cause so many people divorce and they still love that person. And it's very obvious. I think they just can't, they can't get past all the small things that have happened. Like for me and you, like, yeah, we've had a lot of big traumas, but there's a lot of small things over the year that actually years that hurt more. Like you said, not having the conversations, not taking time to spend with each other. How many, like how many years did we go without being able to really go on a date, like a real date or go on an overnight and spend time and like enjoy each other. People don't think they can enjoy each other in their marriage. And I don't know that that's, that's sad for me. You know, when I hear about people going out and going on dates and like all they're doing is fighting and, and they're not, they're talking about negative. We've been through that phase in our lives too. We, we were going on dates and it was like, it was rough. We were at the point where we'd be sitting at dinner and it was like, this isn't even enjoyable. Like things are really hard. Yeah. Like there's so much that we need to go like work through, you know? Well, I think and that's the point, right? You, you gave the point of, well, at the end, you either have to fully change your life and yep. recover from it or yep. you get divorced. The problem is, is that that's what everybody's doing. We're waiting for that to be the ultimatum, mm -hmm. that to be the decision, right? Nobody like, is stepping up and like... Well, but if you realize, like, so just an example, uh, and I only, and you know me when I talk about anything, I always yeah. just base it on my experience. I can't, right. I can't do what the world does or whatever mm -hmm. everybody else is doing, mm -hmm. you know, but when we came to our decision to figure it out and, and, and do all the right things... Mm -hmm. The main thing that I learned in mm -hmm. that process was that from that moment on, mm -hmm. going forward, was that I don't want to get to another decision like that. Ever again. Right? So yeah. that that means every day, no matter how hard the day is, I show up. And yeah, there's days where I'm grumpy. Or yeah, there's days where, you know, life's hard. and We didn't sleep last night. And there's all those things. But I know now that I can never be at another crossroads of we either fix it or we don't. Yeah. Right? Because if, you, if you're if you staying in the moment of it all, which mm -hmm. is which is almost impossible to do in, in this day and age because we're distracted by everything, right? Work, social media. Um, Entertainment. And, anything. Yeah, whatever it is, Friends. right? You know, we're distracted by it all that it's easy to miss what your spouse needs and, 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 and goes through. Right. To the point even where, you know, you, you talk about compatibility and supporting, you know, each other. You stop doing it entirely because you do. You need it, but you're not taking care of yourself enough in order to do it yourself so that you could be there for the next person. Right. You know, if we all took the moments to take care of ourselves and, and spiritually, mentally and physically, right. We would have so much more to give. Yeah. To to the next person. Yeah. And I've lived that full through experience, lived that. Yeah, you completely did not take care of yourself. No. No. Not even a little bit, you know, and then you can only run on sure willpower willpower for as long. You know, that's oh. a, that's a temporary thing. That's a very temporary I did that thing. for at least probably three or four years. Yeah, I know you did. of just willpower. Mm -hmm. And 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 you're just you're just fighting through it because you believe in something like I always believed in this family. I believed in this marriage. I believed in our kids. I believed in what we were doing. Yeah. And through the hardest moments, I, I fought through it. But that is temporary. And right. so like now, you know, so like the next big thing for us will be to hit, you know, 15 years right right that would be like the next i guess milestone yeah, be 37 years old right so okay so if, if i cut this down i'm 33 37 
right? You know, in, in, let's just say five a five year span. In, mm-hmm. in five years, mm-hmm. I have five years now to completely continue to be checked in and locked in mm-hmm. to what we're doing every day, regardless. Right. Like, and yes, that's not that doesn't mean that I'm perfect every day, no, or that I say everything the right way. Because right. there's going to be a day where I say something that's like, "Well, hey, you're a bit of an a hole for saying that." Yeah, right. But now we have those conversations, you know, and and, and a lot of times, you know, I. I can't stress enough that when you, a lot of times people stay together and, and, and when they're going through hard times because mm-hmm. they love that person truly, they love that person. And, and yeah. even though that person may have hurt them or has done so many different things, you know, it, they stay because of the love. Well, then you have to find the joy in the love of mm-hmm. it all to, mm-hmm. to continue to show up for that person. But people have to want to be doing the work too. Yeah. You know, like we, we joke a lot, like we'll argue or we'll get into something. And, you know, and it's something as simple as I just joke and I say, are, are you ready to apologize to me yet? I love it. You know, that's so fun. because typically anything that you're angry about or that I'm angry about, that gets a rise out of you mm-hmm. and, or it gets you going, you right. know, like, I, I love this guy. Right. You exactly. Know, he's an idiot, but I love this guy. Right. And so you have to find that type of relationship, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. type of compatibility if yeah. you want it to work. If you, if you spend your whole marriage talking about compatibility and whether we're compatible or not. You're never gonna win. Well, it's such a cop out. Like most, you said, well, but most people aren't compatible. No, unless you go, you know, the way I always do it is, I think, unless you go to like, let's say you're really into like comic books, mm-hmm. and you're really into like Comic Con, Comic Con, right. and all that stuff. Right. Unless you go there and you're like 20 years old, mm-hmm. and you go there and you meet another 20 year old lady who's into the same thing you are. Right. You guys can do that for 20 years at least. Right. Right. right? Because you guys have, the, you're probably both, and nothing against Comic-Con people. I think, you know, the com, I love comics oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, unless you're... If you're going to thrive on that for 20 like, years. Like, that's compatible at its at its finest, right? right? In, in a lot of ways. Right? But is that a marriage? But most of us don't meet that way. No. Right? Most of us don't meet in the normal realm of right. that. You had a whole plethora of a life when I met you. I had a whole crap load of stuff when I when you met right. me. And we pieced it all together to to be compatible even though our are on paper we mm-hmm. we're not very compatible Mm-mm. right and that's that's the harder thing to do but you have to find a way if you want to be with that person right if you don't want to be with the person you'll never be with the person no you won't you might be able to drag it off or drag it on for years and whatever you want but you'll never no i don't think you should stay in a success. marriage if you like uh, if you don't want to be with that person and you don't love them and there's nothing there you you should leave like you shouldn't you shouldn't stay yeah, well, there's, there's. I don't believe in the Christian mantra of like keep on going. You know, I just I'm I'm over that. I don't. God, dude, I just don't know how many women I talk to who are so afraid of what the church is going to think if they get a divorce. Yeah. That's a whole other issue. But I'm just saying, you know, there. I think that there's a lot of women staying in abusive situations, and they're not in. You don't have to be in love, but you have to have some kind of love for this person you're married to. If there's no love, it's and you're not mm-hmm. having, you're never having fun together. Like me and you, find ways to have fun every day. It can be yeah. stupid stuff, like you're just tickling me, or you're making fun of me, and we're joking with each other, and whatever. We laugh every day together, though, yeah. even through the hard times. So if you can't have fun with that person, you don't love that person. I don't. I don't. I don't see the point. You know. I don't. I don't understand it. Well, it, it's it like you said. It's, it's expectation. It's the expectation from everything around you, especially when you build your relationship on a, on one of faith, right? Like you, you That's have this. Hard one. You have this extra layer of expectation yes, that you, you need to live up to. Like, are yes. you doing enough Bible studies? Are you yes. doing enough of this? Is you know. So let's tell people the truth about that, right? Because be, let, let's 
little Miss Bella. So when we got into recovery, it was all very like church based, yeah. of course. Um, and like faith based. And we'll always say like God saved us and all that, all, all that. Right. But my problem with basing it all on faith is that when your faith is struggling, what's your marriage going to look like? Yeah. And we've had conversations like that. Um, I don't think you can do enough Bible studies or enough yeah. therapy or enough date nights to fix the marriage. Yeah. I, I just don't, I think it's an internal, like you said, you have to work on yourself at all times and you have to have a general love and, and want and desire and a friendship with that person to have a marriage. It's not a marriage if you're just chugging along for the kids or you're chugging along for the church or, you know, there's not enough things, you know, substance. Yeah. Right. Even if we wouldn't have done the church route, our marriage would have survived. Like we would have still made it. Yeah. We would have still made it no matter what. Yeah. Well, the problem with when you, when you set everything in motion biblically, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem. Obviously I'm, I'm a Christian. Of course. Maybe some would, you know, call me out for saying that because I don't always act like one, but you know, None of us do. You know, I, I'm, I'm a Christian man and I believe in leading this family spiritually to right. the best of what the abilities are right. that I have. Mm-hmm. But my problem with, with expectation from a church level mm-hmm. is, biblically speaking, mm-hmm. the Bible tells us how to live individually mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the Bible doesn't fully lay out marriage marriage success no right not fully Mm -mm. now there's parts of the bible right you know obviously the big one for most christian men is you know women submit right and and it's it's funny because that those passages and i know it's in ephesians i i can't think of the is it ephesians i think it is I i don't know i'm not a scholar by any means um well, but, you've, you've heard that one be used against women, though, and that's always riled you up. Well, and it's it's well, it's funny because if you read those passages, right? Paul is talking about you know women submit to your husbands, right? And and that's all that's the only command, right? Like mm-hmm. if you if you read that part of it, that's literally the only command. And so men get caught up because they say, well, yeah, you should submit. Like the Bible says it. Mm-hmm. But if you turn the page, right? The whole point of that that that. Scripture is the next page where it says, and husbands, love your, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And there's a whole list of everything you're supposed to do. <laughs> as a husband. As a husband. As a husband, yes. Right? Because guess what? No woman, no woman is willing to submit of any kind mm-hmm. if you're doing nothing to lead her in any way. Amen. But then why are you expecting... Like I've heard it from Christian men, like, oh yeah, like my wife is gonna, you know, I'm I'm the head of the house, she submits, and that's mm-hmm. that's what it is. But you didn't do anything mm-hmm. on the next page. Your expectations, bull. Right. You didn't do anything. Right. You know. But there are healthy marriages that model that. that oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, and and again, I I don't think that it's wrong. No, it's I not. I don't think that the message is wrong. Right. I don't disagree with the Bible. I don't disagree exactly with really anything in Christianity except for the people that use it for other reasons outside of what Amen. it was supposed to be used for right because if you look at the message at its, at its core it mm-hmm. teaches us how to be good decent people mm-hmm. and live and live a life of of giving and love and pa- and peace and all mm-hmm. the things right i think that's very true um like the basic message in the bible yeah yeah well not like i said i'm not uh, you know anybody that wants to debate me on biblical yeah, theology not i'm not I, I don't i don't know we've just like yeah. try i guess the hard thing is like we've tried the 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 church like way twice 
like twice, like yeah. like fully diving in head first, leading. We've led in so many different capacities and we've always gotten something beautiful from it, but we find it to be something that's not sustainable. All, like there's seasons in life, right? Like, should you go to church every Sunday? A hundred percent. Should you read your Bible as often as possible? Yes, I, I really think you should. Um, and so those things are like obvious things, but to ground your entire marriage into like church culture, that's where, that's where I think people Well, struggle. we're not even, we're not even supposed to do that as no, a whole. You're supposed to have no. a community, right? That's, you are. But biblically, if you're, if you just look at it biblically, mm-hmm. God doesn't care about your church attendance. Exactly. God doesn't care about really anything that the church in as a whole is saying we should care about, Right. Right. And, 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 you know, and every church is different. I mean, we've had some rough experiences to where I think, you know, I don't, I don't bad mouth anybody because no. I think everybody just tries to do with the best of which they can. Well, it's not the church. And, it's the human beings in the church that are the problem. Yeah. And there's, and, and, and again, this doesn't really even have to do with like leadership because there's been no. a lot of times where no. leadership is always been It's, it's really for us. And, what really took us down was we used our tragedy as, um, a catalyst to help others. And when you try to help so many people and nobody's listening at some point, it's, it feels like it's a waste of time. It feels like, well, I'm just going to pray for you from a distance then and hope it works out because I can only have so many conversations and tell you the same thing so many times and hope that it works out for you guys, you know? And for you, men have probably frustrated you beyond belief because Yeah, I mean, that's a whole... That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. So let's get to what we were going to talk about. Yeah, we haven't even hit on any of our notes yet. So we talked about how to support your spouse. Well, you know, you're you're really well-versed in supporting me. You always have. So talking about how to support um, a wife, either like a career wife or a wife that is, I don't know, in school full-time or any any housewife or mom that is doing stuff besides just being a mom, right? Like she has outside obligations. There's a lot of men who have a problem with that because they don't want to babysit their children. But how do you think is the best way to show up and support? Like for me, I've been in real estate for a long time and I've worked at Starbucks off and on and whatever I've done. I don't know. God knows how many projects I've gotten myself into. How do you best support a career mom or a mom that's going for a dream or what do you, what do you do as a man to support them? Every, everybody's yeah, that's a hard one. Why? It, well, cause everybody's situation is different Yeah, and there's different layers. Now, if you have like a very, a very basic situation, let's just take ours. Cause that's, like I said, that's what I base it all on. Right. Um, my, my passion in this life has always been, mm-hmm. regardless of, of whatever's transpired throughout the years, yeah, has always been to find, you know, to help you find peace and find joy in what your life is, right? Because when I met you, and this is no secret to anybody, when I no. met you, right, you were in utter turmoil. Oh. And so was I. But I, I had... Um, you didn't realize it yet. Yeah, I, had, I hadn't really dealt with any of my stuff, right? Exactly. And so my goal, even at a young age, was... I love this person so much that mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that they get to where they want to get to. And then things happen, right? Like mm-hmm. life happens, mm-hmm. kids, uh, you know, our our life for a long time. I got blessed with a very good job. So you were able to stay home and that was like yeah. the roles. And we did the, the, the you the know, gender roles, the gender roles, <laughs> yeah. right, if you will. 
and and it works. I mean, and it does. And I think I think what's hard, and I'll tell you that I'm going to tell you what's hard for men first. Yeah. And 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 then please do. And and so then so women understand. So then that part of it, but then I'm also going to understand tell you why I think you know we we're, we're as men we're supposed to. What's hard for men? Because mm-hmm. men are very we're we're cave people. Right. We're very we're very basic. We're very simple. I don't care what any man wants to tell you right. on the face of the earth. We're, we're very just specifically simple. Yeah. Right? So if you have a life, let's say you get married young like us. And again, this is situational. But if you have a marriage and you're together for, you know, let's just say a 10 year mark. OK, so right. you've been together for 10 years in that 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right. Or let's just say let's just say even like five years. Okay. The first five years of marriage. OK. In that five years, mm-hmm. you, most people have a plan of how they're going to set it up. So right. example was us. I was going to go work. Yep. You were going to take care of the kids. Yep. And yeah, you did real estate. and you. But but mainly that was your primary focus was, oh, yeah. the, kids was the kids and, and maintaining the life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I worked and that was what we did. Right. Most men get used to how things are. Mm. So men are... Or saying, well, but we wait, wait, we've always done this this way. Mm. So now my life is going to change because of your pursuit of something different. Right. Right. There's two things that make men are very insecure people. Mm-hmm. They, they try to act like they're not mm-hmm. right. We're, we're tough and we're men, we're men, you know, and we, we don't yeah. we don't have feelings and we're, we're super <laughs> tough and yeah, all the things. But men are sensitive as hell. That's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Right. And when their life starts to change. So. A man for five years goes to work, mm-hmm. comes home. Mm-hmm. The wife makes the meal. Mm-hmm. He never has to worry about his underwear being dirty. He mm-hmm. has socks. He has his shirts. He does this the same way mm-hmm. for five years, right? Mm-hmm. So that's his life. It's very dialed. Yeah. Well, now, okay. Now five-year mark hits and the wife says, hey, I think I want to go back to school. Like, right. I think, you know, the kids are getting older. I'd like to have something for me to do. Yeah. They're, they don't need me as much, right? Right. Okay, great. Yeah. Do, and, and most men will say, yeah, that's that's fine. Do that because they don't realize what's coming, what's going to end up happening, mm. right? So the wife now is a full-time student. Mm-hmm. She spends most of her day doing school mm-hmm. and still doing kids because, mm-hmm. you, you know, the kids didn't go anywhere, right? right? Trying to keep the house maintained and do the laundry, but, you know, there's only so many hours and energy in the day. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Oh, hey, you know what? I didn't make dinner right as you got home mm. or it was already ready for you when you walked through that door, mm. right? So things are starting to change. So as an insecure man, you start thinking, well, why? Why is wait 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 this isn't what no no like yeah do the school but my life needs to stay the same wow. I I can't have this in my life because we're structured people like I'm a little bit of an of an off breed because of my situation and what I came from but I'm still very simple like I like I like when things are just black and white right you know here they are and this is our daily life right you know and you challenge that daily right because that's who you are right <laughs> but that's what men want and that's why men get married. People don't realize that. Like, we love you and we marriage is, you know, we want all the other stuff too, right? We love, right. we we love, but we want stability. Mm. That's why men get married, especially when men come from trauma. When mm. men come from trauma, the one thing they crave more than anything is, is stability because they didn't have it. You right? married the wrong woman. Yeah, well, I don't think so. I'm not stable, but I'm fun. So when a man's life changes, right, it, it starts to make them feel like, well, wait, wait, no, no, no. And then, so then how do you, wow, so as a, as a, so as a, as a man or as a man, right? You're, mm-hmm. So put yourself in a man's shoes. How do you go to a woman? Okay. Because mm-hmm. no man handles this perfectly, right? right? So how do you, I would love your advice on this. How do you go to a woman, mm-hmm. especially it, depending on what your communication styles are like, oh, gosh. Right? but let's say you have not much, 
or you're not okay. telling the truth anyway. Right. 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 And we're going to do a whole series on truth telling. But how do you go to the woman and say, hey, you know, you going into school and doing that has really affected the way our family operates? Mm. How do you tell a woman that? Yeah. Being being you're a woman. Yeah. Knowing and talking to a lot of women, how emotional they can be. Yep. And how now that is a almost an a, an a, a blazing arrow yeah. right at their confidence to yes. wanting to have a life. Yes. How do you tell a woman that? Yeah. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be a punishment <laughs> repercussions. No, I would say like I would say the problem is most marriages, especially in the first 5 years, don't have that level of trust built yet in the relationship. And so when it comes out, like now we could have any conversation about anything and we won't take it we might take it wrong, but we'll talk through it. I think you're I think you'd have to lead with saying, "Hey, like I am sensitive and and maybe I'm taking this wrong, but I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling because the baby's snoring so loud. I'm struggling because my life has my dynamic has changed. You know, I never even saw it like that before. Yeah. I never even saw until you said it right now. I mean, we've had so many conversations, but the way you're explaining it is so true. It's like whatever the other spouse decides to do, it disrupts the other one's life. Yeah. And and routine and and for somebody who is simple and just wants to come home to a hot meal and enjoy their family that's that's scary yeah so i don't think you can win i think no. you're right so you can't I, win the, you can't you win can't. the conversation Mm-mm. right and now that you and if you do see so here's what it's happens it's not about winning right well, it's not about winning well, like you don't want to hurt hurt them well you don't want cuz a lot of and times and you don't want them to say well fine i'll quit school and they resent you 5 years down the road right and right. so the the problem is is that you don't know how to have that conversation no. with your wife that's right that's very hard cuz now things have changed and it should be so simple right because should, you know an example would be if it was the flip side, mm-hmm. right? If a woman mm-hmm. who's a stay-home mom mm-hmm. and 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 primarily that's her her role, right? right? Her assigned role, right? Yeah, yeah. And the man works, yeah. But then the man says, "I don't want to work. You're hey, gonna go to work." Hey, well, no, he says, <laughs> "You know, I'm used to making. Let's just throw a rough number of seventy thousand dollars a year. Okay. But this job is super taxing on my life. I want to take a forty thousand dollar. Oh, a year. yeah. That's actually a great. Would the wife be like, "Yeah, that's that sounds great." Absolutely not. No, because she now pissed. the stress level just happened. Because how are we going to afford the payments? Exactly. How are we going to afford the life? Exactly. Right? That that becomes a thing. So, what you just described, mm-hmm. right? When I asked you to give me the response of how that is, yeah. that is ten years of marriage and a crap ton of recovery work mm-hmm. to learn how to how to verbally tell each other how we feel. That's right. What you just said. Exactly. We wouldn't say that. Five, six, seven years life. ago, uh-uh. nobody no. would have said. We, neither no. one of us would have been talking like that. So no. think about that too. People don't have that. They don't even have the language to do it. They don't have the language in no. order to be able to do it. No. So now you don't say anything because you just you know you don't want to be an a hole, yep. right? You don't want to yep. be that guy, right? So yep. that she goes tells all her friends that you know you don't support her, you know, getting a, a degree or right. working, right? So now you're <laughs> you don't want to be that guy, so you don't say anything. Yeah. Right. So now you don't say anything. Life is falling apart. You're every day wondering, why don't I have underwear in my drawer? Mm-hmm. Right. Or mm-hmm. why am I eating instead of eating at 530 now? And this is how men think because we, we are very structured people. Yeah. So I'm not eating at 530 right when I walk in the door. Now it's seven o'clock. Right. But now that messed up my whole night because at night I like to do whatever men like right. to do. You want right. To zone out. Yeah. Right. Everything changes and we're expected to adhere to that because, you know, you guys don't want to feel worthless and all things, which I, you know me, fully support and I understand. You. You've let me do anything I want. But at the same time, it changes you. It changes the way you wow. do it. So now that's a lose-lose, right? So now you're in a lose-lose. So then there's resentment and then it goes on and on. And then one day some guy says, oh, I, I supported you through school and you don't even care. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Now you're doing it. Yeah. And then it becomes a whole thing, right? So like that, and that was five years in the making or two years, three years in the making. Right? And you sat on it. 
yeah, to and do you anything with it. Because yeah. you don't know. And that's the other thing, too. Like, a lot of people think, and I, just to touch on it for a second, yeah. a lot of people think that they don't need, like, marriage conferences and, and, oh, and, and so things wrong. like that because they're, let's say, they've only been married a year or two right. years. I would encourage anybody that's either newly married or within that first four years, five years, do as many as you possibly can. Dude, okay, let's talk about this really quick, going on that topic. A Weekend to Remember. Remember that conference we went great, to, okay? Great, that's great a conference. great one yeah. through uh, Focus with the Family. I tell everybody, I, I just yeah. sent a friend a link, A Weekend to Remember, okay? Yeah. I will never forget. I think I might cry right now. <laughs> Doing that and realizing that we had no idea what we were doing. None. Zero. For nine years. Yeah. No clue. No. Because, well, because everybody thinks that you don't need to know all that because in the beginning right. it's easy. It's fun and it's new and it's exciting yeah. and you're building a life and you're doing all things. But what people don't realize is that if you had those tools, yep. you know, Kevin Brown talks all the time, tools, yeah. you open that tool yes. bag and you have them yes. and it gets redundant. And I've joked with him plenty of times. We're like, oh, here we go. Here yeah, come all tools right. again. We just joked about it the other day when he called me. Really? You know, going and using the tools, right? And it's, it, and it, yeah, it, it does become like a redundant statement, but yeah. it, it also is so truthful because- even how we communicate on this this tier, this podcast, this mm -hmm. thing, right? Mm -hmm. And how we're talking and how you the verbiage and the language you're using and the verbiage and language, that was all learned oh, yeah. through those type of things. Right. I didn't learn that from just being married. Right. You know? Yeah. And I that's think, a hard that's a hard thing. I think a lot of people when I talk to them, they think I'm so brilliant. Because I have people call me for advice all the time and I'm like, I'm absolutely not brilliant. Yeah. There's nothing brilliant about us, but our marriage is thriving after so much trauma and tragedy and so many things happening. Because we worked our asses off for that. Yeah. Well, we and, worked, and, you, and you'll have to check into the the the, the truth telling series that's that be we're a good doing, one. or well, it's not a truth telling series, right? But it's one in a one series of four, and That'll you picked be... and you picked all the topics. Pretty impressive. But anyways, a weekend to remember that one specifically. I remember that it hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like, I, and I remember after me and you being like, if we had known, if we had just did this one weekend conference when we got married, yeah. that had actual tangible real advice and real tools and i mean the other thing too is i think some people think because their parents have been married 40 years that they know how to do marriage yeah. just because your parents have been married 40 years i know it sounds pretty but oh my god when i hear people have been married for 40 years i'm like can you imagine the shit they've gone through mm -hmm. that's the only thing i think imagine how much they have gone through so my thing is don't think you know everything there is to know about marriage. No. Me and you have to continue to learn this and learn each other for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Well, you're constantly adapting. Constantly. You know, we talked about changing, you know, supporting that person, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a change constantly because yeah. men don't normally change that much because men are no, just kind of actually pretty. They're pretty like simple. we just kind of do what we're doing. And, and if a man is acting out in any way, like aggressive or, or angry towards their spouse or like, because I get this from a lot of women too, like my husband is off. My husband seems angry and upset. Something's going on with him. Like, it's probably not even something you're doing. It's something he's not able to communicate to you. Yeah. And I don't know what to tell wives because you can't force them to change. But I think what you touched on makes a lot of sense that these men don't even know because you didn't know how to communicate your feelings to me. No. You mm -hmm. had no freaking idea. And now you communicate and articulate your feelings to me. And I'm like, oh, shit, I feel like threatened by that because I can't even articulate my feelings the way you can. But it's because you've done so many classes and so much recovery work and you learned how to do these things. Yeah. You have to be well versed in it and learn it. Well, men have to learn themselves. Amen. You, you have to learn who you are. I didn't know myself for, no. you know, 32 years, years 30, 31 yeah. years yeah. Of, of my life. I didn't know myself. Yeah. What I does that mean for a man to not know himself? 
well, what does that look like or what does that mean necessarily? Well, if you're a man and mm-hmm. I, I and, you know, we've done check-ins, you know, we don't do them as much as we used to, but we were doing well, We don't them. need to as we talk every second now. But, <laughs> you know, as a man, and this is advice for the women listening to this. Yeah. I would encourage you to ask your man how he's feeling spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Mm. Right. Just, just that, that simple three questions. How do you feel physically? Right. How are you feeling emotionally? And how do you feel spiritually? Because a lot of times... You'll get to you'll get answers that are when you say well, physically, oh well, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. That's the easy one. Mm-hmm. All men are tired, mm-hmm. right? That's that's our go to. Yeah, I'm not tired, right. right? You say, okay, well, what about emotionally? Oh, I'm I'm fine. I'm good. Fine, right? Fine's the the go to, and then spiritually, oh well, especially if you're talking to Christian men, oh well, <laughs> the Lord lives in me. I'm good, right? Because they they think that that's the that's the go to answer. The spiritual man cannot fault falter right they cannot that's the that's the the, the message pumped in their head mm. you are not allowed to 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 have any you got to be you're the spiritual leader yeah you, go read your bible and and and, and be fine a spiritual leader things hard on yeah. men and, and it be, really and be fine and so that's what they try to do well i'm tough and i'm fine when a man can sit there and say you know and and if you were to come to me one morning and say or one afternoon or whatever one night and say how are you feeling physically I can sit there and I can say, well, you know what? Honestly, physically, I feel a little worn down. I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders and I can't seem to lift it up because mm-hmm. today was this and that and this happened and this is this. And that's not made up. That's literally my days on a daily basis sometimes. Right. Hey, this is how I feel. Okay, well, I'm sorry, honey. We'll, we'll work on that. What, how are you feeling emotionally? Honestly, I've been a little sad. Mm-hmm. I think that the life has really pushed me in a different way that now sadness is entering my heart and I don't like that. And sadness for men usually turns to anger because we don't mm. know how to do it. And now I'm finding myself angry and I'm yelling at everybody on the road. Mm. And I'm yelling at you sometimes. And I'm yelling at the kids because I'm angry. But truly it came from sadness because mm. of, you know, hey, our marriage isn't where it's supposed to be. And that kind of makes me sad. And I don't know how right. to tell you that I'm sad because I don't want you to be sad. And I want to be perfect. Oh. Right. So, oh, man, what did you just say? <laughs> you just said a whole bunch of emotions instead of saying, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Right. So now, you know, now you can have, now you, but. You but have to weren't learn that. you the man that used to say I'm fine? Oh, I'm fine every day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then you say, well, and you ask me until how I'm feeling. You were, until you completely shut down and you weren't even yourself. Well, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. No, I was dead. You're dead at that point. Yeah. You die. Maybe yeah. not physically, but you die. No, you did. You die. You definitely died. And then you ask somebody, okay, well, okay, if all those things are true, honey, how are you feeling spiritually? Oh, I'm a mess. Right. I'm not connected. Right. I don't have spiritual. And I think a lot of people too, when I say spiritually, you know, how do you feel spiritually? It doesn't have to be you know jesus, jesus. It, right. i mean if that's your if that's what who you connect with and yeah. that's your savior yes. and that's great and then you have that yes um but it could be spiritually it could be a connection to the world around you mm. it can be how am i feeling are you when you go to the supermarket is there more enemies than friends out there mm. you know that is you being spiritually disconnected from the world yeah right and i've had my bouts to this day with that <sighs> do you remember when we oh my god i'm gonna cry remember when we first got into recovery and you were like I think it was like our first trip we took because we just started taking trips and um, you were like, this is a week into recovery. You're like, everything looks different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Because you had been in so much darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think about that actually often. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of um, men don't that don't know what's on the other side of no. of just letting it all go. Just telling the truth. truth. like Just yeah. truth telling. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and it's funny because like even recently we've had a lot of conversations and there's yeah. fear of like, well, Bobby, you're kind of, it looks like you're turning back into a shell and all these things. But yeah. I'll tell you this, that motion that you, you just described and, yeah. and, and that feeling, mm-hmm. I don't feel like that. I know. I don't feel in the dark. I don't I feel alone. And I don't, I don't feel all the things. Around you. You know? I, I think I see sadness around you. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm a little sad at the moment. Yeah. Because there is things that are out of my control that are happening all around me. Right. And I'm trying to do my best to hold that weight. Right. But see, I can tell you that. Yes. Everything that I just used was not an example. That's actually me on a daily basis exactly. when I talk about physically, emotionally, and spiritually. How you've been feeling. That's yeah. literally, that was me. And I can tell you that. And that exactly. we just did that check-in live on a, on, exactly. a, on, a, on a podcast because that's where we are at. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I encourage that, you know, a wife to ask her husband that every day. I know. Every day. Just ask him. Don't men feel like their wives don't care about them because they're so busy doing all the tasks? Well, typically it's the women feel like that first. Yeah. So if you, you know, typically a man he's not is, taking her on dates is and he's going, not making her a priority. Yeah, they're going, going, yeah. going. You have kids, you have a yeah. life. Now the wife doesn't feel as important, mm-hmm. which is usually goes back to this career thing. That's why they go look for the careers. Amen. Because they don't feel yes. like there's enough substance to what they're doing yes. to bring value to the marriage or to their relationship. Oh, God. That, make, that just, yeah. And so it's, it's so spot on. It's hard because, you, you you know, I don't think it's every man. It's not a man's intention to do that. No. But see, so then what happens they're is. They're overwhelmed. It's funny because how you're describing things, it sounds like men get overwhelmed a lot easily than maybe we assume. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Men are not as tough as they they pretend to no, be. No, women are tougher. And I, I'll challenge any man to come have a conversation yeah. with me. Are women tell tougher me. with the schedule? Women Women are hands down tougher. Exactly. Hands down. It is literally scientifically proven. Yeah. And I learned this in, in, in the groups that I've done. Mm-hmm. It's scientifically proven that women handle way more than men. Men, we wake up and we just wonder about where's our coffee and what are we eating? Yeah. Women right. wake up and they say, oh my God, the world's going to end. <laughs> How do we change it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so it, it, women handle emotions and things on their plates well more yeah. aggressively than, than men do. Yeah, totally. We're, we're cleanup people. Yeah. You know, in yeah. baseball, you don't know baseball, but baseball, there's a fourth, the fourth hitter is a cleanup hitter, right? That's who we are. Mm-hmm. We come and hit everybody home, right? right. We score all the we're, the, we're the power hitters. We hit everybody home. Yeah. Right? That's what we do. But yeah. reality, the it's women are the one through eight mm-hmm. people that are getting on base and doing the clutch plays, mm-hmm. that, making sure the oil's going in the machine. And we just come in and get to look like heroes. Yeah. You know, but see, men can't get that because you know what? You know, another thing of this is that nobody's talking about pride. And once you get pride and you get prideful, so now, Ooh. so now, let's go back to the scenario of bro. What about uh, when you're both of, prideful? Of, 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 well, that's that's the whole other topic. But you say, how do I support a career and achieving dream, dreams and all these things, right? So the woman says, okay, well, I want to go to school. You say yes, and then eventually you get resentful. Pride, because you're right. Men are right. Mm-hmm. women do this too but men are right mm-hmm. i let you do that oh i let you go to school oh. you said you wanted this life that's gross and now you're saying you can't do the life plus hold up your end of the bargain mm. well yeah well then you failed because i let you do it yeah and see i don't think men know how that's coming off when they say no. it. they don't understand what a woman is thinking when they i mean they just see red you just well flash. do you say well the the worst thing you can tell a woman is i let you that's like it one takes, of the worst But it things. takes away all of her power. Well, yeah. As a woman, that yeah. takes away. And so how do we... So that's where men are at. I can't yeah. tell you what the solution is. No. I can just tell you how they get to where they get. Okay. I don't know what the solution is because right. truly... Everybody's different. Truly, a man has to decide that he wants to be a certain way. Mm. You have to decide it. You can't just say, well, I'm going to do all these things and then one day I'll just become that. No, no, no. You have to decide mm. that you're going to support. If I, if, you know, for you, like right now, we're in a position, right? You're going to go, you're going to do your thing and you're going to work and you've been working, doing real estate and stuff. 
and you're in school where yeah. you were, and now you're going to go back at some point and right. finish off your degree. Right. Well, and I'm so, busy. I have a busy schedule too. And so for me, you know, again, I use a lot of these analogies, but a lot of times they're just my own life. Yeah. Right. I use underwear in my drawer. Like, you know, I have, I, <laughs> I'll put my dirty laundry out here. I have Literally. six pairs of good underwear that you like to that wear, I love yeah. to wear. Right. I love to wear those. And then I have some backups just in case that are god awful. And honestly, I have no idea why I have not bought new underwear. 20 good yeah. pairs so I never have to think about this. Right. But that's just my life at the moment. Right. But there is mornings when I didn't sleep all night cuz the yeah. baby or whatever and 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 you know uh I'm tired and stressed and I'm all the things, angry, yeah. Yeah. right? All the things. And I don't have the underwear in my drawer. <laughs> and I see that they're the freaking old crusty cotton ones that nobody nobody wears cotton anymore. Like that's if you do you're in the freaking you're an old stone man, ages. Yeah. yeah, you're my dad. But I have them in there for backups. Yeah. Right? And I see that, and it's a Monday morning. That's I mean, that'll full, that'll full tilt anybody. Yeah. You know, you but, don't take it out on me, though. Well, no, because you have to make the choice. Exactly. Okay, so now I have to play in my head, well, what did I, or what has, what has transpired over the weekend or over this last week that could do it? Okay, well, my wife is busy. She's trying to build a podcast. She's, yeah. she's got three girls at home juggling all their schedules she's mm-hmm. got a newborn baby trying mm-hmm. to just keep that thing alive and fed right <laughs> you know you got your own struggles with you know stuff that you're yeah. you're battling and okay yeah. how am i finding the empathy in 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 that and how do how do i make sure that i'm empathetic towards what you're right. going through even if it is sometimes above what i can understand or know yeah and so you, you find all these different things and then i could say yeah i can put on the cotton underwear and just have a wedgie all day and i'll be right. just fine you know i sit at a desk anyway right right and so it's like you have to find if you want to support for one, say what you mean and mean what you say. We talk mm. about that a lot in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to tell a woman that they should go do this or that or support what they want to do, back them up. You need to support it, and yep. if you say you are, then support it. Yeah. Secondly, don't use what your wife wants to do with their life as ammo to destruct their life and what they do on a daily basis. Yeah. Right? Because it's you. easy It's easy to shoot the messenger and to point the finger and say, but this is what you wanted. Yeah. And the only reason I know that is because I let you do it for years. Right. I said, hey, you said, hey, honey, I want to be a friggin' policeman or a police officer. Okay, go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> you know, well, we were kids back then. You know, we didn't yeah. have kids yet, but, right. it, you know. And they said, okay, well, I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to turn this whole apartment into a photography studio. We're going to get a wall right here, and and I need to buy this really expensive camera that we can't afford, but I need to buy it. And I said, okay, go ahead. And then for years, when when the times were hard, Mm -hmm. it was easy ammo. Mm -hmm. It was easy ammo to throw at you and say, well, I've always supported you. Mm -hmm. But but did I really? Yeah. Or did I just let you do what you wanted to do so that later on I could say, I'm a good guy. Mm -hmm. I let you do it. You know, as opposed to my life now and being where we are now, where I'm intentional. Yes. I'm intentional in saying, hey, you want a podcast run? Yeah, I'll hook all your stuff up. I'll set this up. I'll do them with you if you want me to. I mean, I don't know if anybody wants to hear what I have to say, but I'll say it all. (laughs) You know, and you know me, I don't got a problem talking or telling telling the truth or telling people what they need, don't want to hear or do want to (laughs) hear. And so it's intentionality into what we're doing every day. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the. That's beautiful. That's my take. I like hearing you talk. Okay. How to support your wife when she has a baby and a little deeper than that because we've been through postpartum depression. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. What's the question? The question is just how do you support your <laughs> wife after she has a baby? Tell these men, man. Tell 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 the women 
to let go of control and let the man be a dad. You know, there's there's too many dads not changing diapers, man. I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there. Well, women have lost complete hope in what men's value is as a, as a parent, especially mm. the newborns. Like men are, 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 you know, staples for five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds, especially boys, right? Mm. Like they're staples for, okay, they need to be a man and the man's going to teach them how to be yeah. and that's going to be the way. But infants need it too. Mm-hmm. You know, baby, you know, this baby, you know, she, Bella needs both of us. Yes. She needs both of us to be in her face saying yes. how cute she is and all these things yes. and being there like, oh yeah, my dad sits in the tub with me and gives me my baths every once in that's, a while, you know, when, right. when it's not you doing it or right. my dad does make my bottles and she looks at me every night when I bring her and I shake it to her and, and, and she, you know, she looks, you have that connection. They're building that core memory of that's like, right. that is a safe a safe person. Yes. I don't know. Everybody does it differently. And, and women, you know, they like, it's their baby. They, they gave birth. So that's of a course. whole different dynamic. Of course. And, and especially if you're breastfeeding, it's different yes. because the woman's going to do more of that than obviously a man's going to do. Yeah. And, and men work. And there's always this like, this, this weird, like, well, I work, so I need my eight hours. So you, you know, I'm going to go sleep in the other room. And that, Hey, if you survive that way, you refuse that's to sleep fine. in another room. You will just die all night long with me. Well, because, well, but it's not, it, to me, it's it's supporting you in the moment of it all. Yeah. Plus, I'm building something with her. Yep. That. Is unbreakable. Can't be unmatched. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or can't be matched, right? Like, it can't you be. You have that with the girls, too. Yeah. Well, you then have that's, it with Amelia. Yeah, because, you know, you sacrifice your time mm-hmm. so that they know. Like, Bug is completely attached to me. Oh, completely. Because of the sacrifice of, yeah. hey, I'm right here. Yep. Dad's always right here. Yep. I don't need to sleep eight because hours I was, to work. Because I was emotionally distant from her as yeah. a baby and you checked in fully. Yeah. And, you, and yeah, you're you're going to, I mean, if anybody on this thing has had kids, you know, you suffer regardless. Dude, there's, suffer. there's no winning. No, no, not this phase. No, you're, you're, you're in it. So if, if you're in it, well then be in it yep. and you'll survive yep. men, right? You'll survive. It's a season that ends, yeah. you know? But it's, it's, it's a really, you know, sometimes I get angry and I get pissed off and it's hard and she cries or she, right. this, we don't sleep and all the things. Yeah. But I also know it's one of my funnest seasons right. in, in, in life when we've done this. Because yeah. it's it just brings out a different side of you of, of okay, I'm a badass. I'm going to do all this. Mm. I'm going to go work. I'm going to make some money. Yeah. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do the dad stuff. Yeah. I'm going to be a husband. Especially now that the husband thing is becoming more natural for me in the sense of what I know I can and can't do. Mm. And so you just got to go and you go. And, you know, support is support is always there's always one answer to support and that's showing up. Mm. You show up when you are dog shit tired or you show up when everything else is miserable around you, but you show up and men, you know, for the most part and what I, they'll do it for kids. Of course. You know, they'll do it for their children. But the, 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 the disconnect is, well, your wife needs it too. Yes. Your wife needs to know that she's not battling those demons every night alone. Exactly. And you know, Postpartum is a whole other thing. Yeah, it is. Depression because it's, it's, that's. Well, that kind of leads into our next, how to support your wife through like mental health issues. Well. Because that is a mental health, that is a mental health yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. Postpartum is, is such a, we've had such a crazy battle with that. Yeah. It, you, you know, over the years. And, and we feel like it's, it's present here a little yeah, bit. It's yeah. Yeah, it's it's kinda, cu- yeah, it's currently here. Yeah, it's currently kind of, it's currently circulating, yeah. circulating. Yeah, I, I think there's no... Again, I don't think there's a, a right answer to that. Yeah. Because right. most, at least what I've seen in most postpartum women having mm-hmm. postpartum depression mm-hmm. and what that really is. And mm-hmm. I don't want to speak for women and what they feel or go through. Right. But just from what I've seen. Yeah. 
and you and I obviously having a lot of conversations. Right. Is a lot of times it's it's health stuff. It's like I'm I'm, I'm uh, I got this disease health or yeah, it's yeah. it's like uh, it's a lot of times it turns into that for some reason. It does. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what the science is behind that, but right. I know that that's usually what it turns into. Right. And men have probably a hard time understanding what that is. Yeah. Unless you've done it yourself. Right. Unless you've had like I've had forms of it, you know, more recently. Right. Um, um, more recently than that I struggle with like, oh, I have like a, a pain in my chest. So right. I'm probably having a heart attack. You know, it's like, you know, and COVID kind of ruined that for a lot of people because it's, it, you know, COVID was, if you got that, you were supposed to be done. Right. 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 And so, but men have to have a, a, a level of empathy that what is transpiring in your wife's brains at the moment mm. is not normal. Yeah. And it's not something that they chose you know that they can fully comprehend themselves and so when they can't comprehend what they're what they're going through it just sounds crazy give an example so people know I, i'm a i'm an open book so what what have i done recently and and with addy what is it that would make somebody be very alarmed like what do i do you're free to share because i know it's very alarming well i think when you start hearing things usually it's not like oh i think i have you know uh heartburn or something like that right. i don't have i have acid reflux you know i i i don't i don't normally it's not something like that you're gonna hear something that makes zero sense yeah like you had a tumor in your head for three years yeah after Adam and was it, born, and it moved from the back to the front to the side to right. the other side and i fully believed it and you were convinced yeah and i didn't know how to really handle it back then you know i just knew reassurance was kind of the only way to to get to the next day exactly you know and that's really what you're doing in the in the times of these mental health, especially postpartum depression, and really even if your your wife just struggles with depression at all, yeah. you're really just trying to get to the next day. Yeah. Because what happens when you get to the next day, eventually, through whether the, your wife needs medication or whether you know she changes her life around and and she can, you know, somehow like a lot of women get into exercising and that yes. helps and stuff like that. Right. Um, it's like one day they're going to break free from it. Yes. Just like this current time. Yeah. Like you're in your own cycle and spin I cycle am. right now. I am. And I know every day though, if I can reassure you, yep. and then we can start making, the, we're changing the eating habits and yes. we're trying to exercise a little bit more right. and we're having conversations about half marathons and all these things. Right. right. Like eventually one day it's going to just poof. Exactly. Because we're, we're making So, so does, does it not, because before it, it kind of, t- I took you down with me. Like yeah. we both went down. Yeah. This time around, I feel like since we've done it already, you know what to do and how to support me. Yeah. And you're, you're like you said, you, you're doing a new diet with me. Like you're in this right. with me. Like you're stepping into my sadness with me, even though you have your own battles and your own struggles. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, I hear that women are judged, that women are making choices based on their mental health, such as going on medication. And the husbands are very judgmental yeah. about that. Yeah. And you've never done which that is, to me. Which is completely dumb wrong. to me. It's so yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. You've always, anything I thought would help, you have supported me in that. Yeah. Well, we do it. Yeah. You know, the, the big the biggest difference from from last time to, to this time mm-hmm. is the compassion that I have mm. in it. Because before I just thought like, <laughs> why are this, you doing this to our family? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is hard and crazy and it makes yeah. zero sense. And it, and it was. It was and all I those things. And I, don't, I think you're too far. Um, but uh, uh, one piece of advice I think that I would I would give men yeah. that I've learned in this go around that's different from the past yeah. is telling your wife that you need them 
in the midst of the chaos. Like it sounds counterintuitive because you're, no, it's, yeah, you're, that is something that you're, you've done. You're, 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 you're thinking, well, she has so much on her plate. She can't, but what you're trying to accomplish when somebody's struggling with depression as a whole, even, but especially health anxiety right. and, 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 and postpartum depression mm-hmm. is you got to pull them away from it. Mm. If you allow them to sit in it and just say, okay, I'll be your cheerleader over here on the side. Right. They're just going to go in and drown in it and say, look at that idiot pumping his fist out on the outside. Amen. Right. That's yes. just who you are. And yes. I was that. I did that. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm here, honey. But Woo. you were doing your best well, with what I, you knew. I, I tried. You right. know, I took the baby. I took Bug. I, t- I tried to do all the things. Yeah. Made dinner all the time. Like, I did all the things I could You do. did. 100%. But at the same time, you know, I didn't give it the full attention that I should have because, well, for one, I was drowning in my own things. Yeah. You know? And then obviously my own stuff came with my grandfather and my dad and stuff. And so, yeah. you know, like th- there's, there's everybody's scenario is going to be different, but yeah. we had a lot of bad happen at one time. Yeah. But if you can sit there and you can say, Hey honey, like I know you're really into this thing right now, but I really need you. Cause I had a really bad day too. Yeah. And I really need you. I just need yep. to talk to you for a minute. Yeah. And maybe me talking to you can pull your attention off of that thing yep. you're obsessing on yes. and, and help me. And then maybe that'll give you a little bit more worth to what you're feeling. Yeah. Cause right. Cause depression makes us all feel worthless worthless right and we don't have a value yeah. and, and you feel guilty for even being depressed because yes you know you're a burden to the world and, and especially the people that you like you care about the most right and so yeah I, I think that supporting somebody through mental health is you it's sacrificial it's, it is it, it, you have to have empathy and you have to have a lot of patience yeah because if you don't and you think that you're more important than that person and maybe you are. Like if, if I ever got to a place where I was so down and out, yeah, there is an expectation that you would help me dig out of that 100%. hole, right? Um, but if you're comparable to like you or you're 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 good enough in your own world in your own mind that you can help your spouse, then yeah, you you have to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll die in it. Yeah. You know, and then you're gonna go right there with them. Yeah. Because you'll be resentful and you'll be even hateful and you'll right. be all the things. Yeah. You know. I think the best thing a man can do for a woman um, struggling with postpartum depression, postpartum depression and anxiety and panic, all that stems from lack of sleep. Well, so yeah. if the husband's willing, which you're always willing, there's never no questions asked. You got to get sleep. Yeah. That's one thing that we. Well, at the bare minimum, you should be saying, hey, I'm going to take the baby tonight. You go sleep in the other room. At the, but yeah, I, I love that you say at the bare minimum. Yeah. I guess I guess men are missing the mark that they are needed through this process. Yeah, you're, you're still a parent, too. Yeah. Even if you're not breastfeeding or exactly. even if you're not. You know, the bottom line is, is like you can hold a baby for at least three to four hours. Yep. And in between feedings, in between the feedings, which is what you were doing the first month when I was breastfeeding, yeah, I was and, trying and, and, you and, and then she can come in and breastfeed. The baby. So yeah. breastfeeding is not the excuse yeah. to, well, right. she breastfeeds, so I can't do nothing. And it's not fair for you to say as a man that your sleep is more important than hers. Cause no. it's absolutely not. We just literally carried a child and gave birth. Yeah. 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 I never had to ask you for those things though. You just did it. Like well, I have, that's my mom's doing, you know, that's, yeah, that's coming, that's coming I, I, from the background. Yeah. My mom's was a sacrificial person. So yeah, she kind of just, she, really she just did what she had to do for everybody. And that exactly. was what she, you know, exactly. Sometimes to a fault, but you know, that's, that's just who she is. Well, that's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You take after her. Very yeah. sacrificial. Well, dang. Okay. This is a good podcast. Is that like it? it? I mean, we've been going for a while. How do I, how do I collect my check? One of your kids. Where do I go? That's for later. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Yeah, it was appreciate fun. your wisdom. The next series will be fun. That'll be fun. I'm excited for that. Yeah. It'll be it'll be hard for people to hear, but thank you for your honesty today. That's all I got. I That's know. all I got left. I love it.